0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. This is episode 313 for the week of November 12th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is A Beacon of Light for EU Halo Because yes, we're going to be talking about the Europa Halo Blackpool event and uh, the crazy fucking series between Quadrant and Na'vi that took place because uh, there were three of them and they were indeed pretty fucking crazy. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week I'm joined by AI Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. AI Will, how are you doing on this Monday
1: evening? Doing all right, man. Uh, As you mentioned, we both have a little bit of a a cold or something going on, Um, but you know, we're here to do the show. I got plenty of medicine in me, so I'm I'm kind of I'm I apologize if I'm floaty, but I'm here. And yeah, what a crazy week of like all the news we got a little bit with the roster changes and uh the EU Halo, Blackpool was amazing. So yes. glad that that actually happened.
0: Absolutely. Um I in terms of like the symptoms that I have, I just cough a lot. So if I'm coughing a lot, I'm sorry. That's basically what I'm coming down to. But we have to kick things off with some resubs here and some gifted subs because we're already off to a fucking hype train. This is insane. So first up, John, with the six-month resub, you get a woo! Uh, Smiley with the gifted sub to t- one tough Canadian, first time catching the live show here. Um, you get a woo! Uh, Ashley with the fucking, I uh, can't read, Ashley with the eight month resub, you get a woo! And then fucking smiley with the 10 gifted subs, you know what that means. Woo, 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 woo! woo! Fuck! Zanny with the fucking bit, hashtag bit by bit. Th- there you go. Thank you very much for the bit. Greatly appreciated as always. Holy shit. For those that are turning into the live show, welcome. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. We got Riz, we got Ikuza, we got uh Halt, we got John, one tough Canadian. Excuse me. Master Chiefer, Grace, good to see you, Grace. Hacky Schmidt. Um, Benjamin, smiley, of course if I didn't already say smiley, I'm sorry. And then Danny, welcome everybody. Hope everyone's hey. having a great night. We got a lot to talk about. Will! Yeah. Do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we have? Extractions getting some much needed tweaks, but will they be enough? Penguin is now dead zone. Neptune returns to competitive Halo. And then we have our topic of putting some respect on EU Halo's name. It's the results of Europa Halo Blackpool. We're going to get to all that. So don't you worry. CG, welcome back. Good to see you. Here we go. Let's get into some competitive she's tantalizing tidbits to fucking kick off the show. To kick Ooh. off the show. Ranked extraction updates are coming. The team has been hard at work on your feedback for ranked extraction. It's shit. And we've got two updates in the can that will be released before the end of the year. The audio changes. At the moment, you can hear that your extraction point is being converted by the enemy team from anywhere on the map. This meant players were able to leave the area around the extraction device and use the global audio cue to tell them when to peek back out. With this upcoming audio change, the device itself will emit the audio, meaning you'll have to be in a close vicinity to hear it's being converted. As a result, teams will need to pay closer attention to the extraction device much more than they need to today. UI changes. Right now, you can see in your UI when the extraction point is being converted. Similar to the above, this allowed players to leave the area near the extraction device and only peek out when the UI showed it was being converted. With their upcoming change, this will go away almost entirely. The UI will no longer indicate to you when the extraction point is actively being converted. It will also no longer indicate to you how much time is remaining. It is going to play a a bit old school and hardcore as players and coaches will be needing to time the extractions like timing weapons and power-ups in the older Halo titles. What's up, Shio? What's up, Pancakes? Welcome back, everybody. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. We feel these changes will address most of the feedback players had about the mode and will increase the competitiveness quite substantially. Stay close to HCS and Halo support to learn more about when the update will drop. And then we have a couple replies from a couple of the pros in the scene. Boo Boo was one of them. He said, good changes, but still doesn't change the fact that when you're converting, you're just a sitting target. I'd be, interested to see, uh, I'd be interested if the extraction point wasn't static or the extraction object wasn't static, meaning you could pick it up and move around the zone while extracting and converting. Tashi says, we'll take it step by step. Let's get these changes out the door and take it from there. And then Spartan said, any plans to make spawns in line with other game types? The extraction point itself counts as a giant spawn block. It needs to be more in the same line as the oddball. Tasha says, we'll need to talk more to the guys about that one, but open to looking at it, of course. We know there have been some weird spawns occurring since the Bandit Evo starts, so we might be able to alleviate some of that in the offseason as we dig in further. So it sounds like it might not just be an extraction issue, but just an overall, because Bandit Evo is the starting weapon in Ranked now, it's one of those issues. Hmm. Does that mean, like, the spawn
1: takes into account, like, the sightline of your, or, like, the range of your weapon? I,
0: I don't know, man. I literally have no idea. All I know is that Halo Infinite is a, it can be a fucky game, uh, as we're fully aware, Will. And yeah, uh, we all know, it, for those who don't know, in software development, not just game development, but in software development in general, like, sometimes when you fix one thing, it breaks another thing, right? Like, sometimes when you add something new, it may make something else wonky. Again, this is all throughout software development. It's not just game development. But it sounds like, from what Tashi said, maybe it's a bandit thing and not just an extraction thing. But we'll have to wait and see. Sorry to take a drink. Okay. Ranked game type weighting. Spartan asked, are there any plans to rework the weightings of game types in ranked arena in the meantime? Extraction and Slayer are super high right now. And Tashi replied with, I think we have an update that just went out or is going out shortly to bring extraction levels down a bit uh, that were out of the launch window for season five. Haven't touched Slayer yet, but we'll keep an eye on it. Well, Extraction's ass and the updates aren't out that. So I would hope that they fucking tweak that down a little bit. And then Bandit Evo tweaks. Spartan asks, any plan on reducing the reload time on the Bandit? And Tashi said, we're discussing and looking over feedback for the Bandit Evo. Reload time is one of the ones that's come up before no firm plans. Hey firm, no firm plans on next steps yet. I think we want to let the dust settle a little more. So it sounds like they are receptive to the feedback. It's just whether or not the changes can be implemented in time for the season to start. And it sounds like those extraction changes will be implemented before the season starts because they said they want them in before the end of the year. So, um, daddy, I'm really sorry to hear about your bills. Yeah. My, my only response to you is skull Josh Dobbs <laughs> 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 uh, I get the fuck out of here with that dread shit. What's up, Ricky? Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. Also, okay, will yeah, I know we don't have to do this, but ever since last week's show, where someone may or may not have spilled some beans as it was. There's a reason why I just want to, I, I want to let the folks know that listen to this who are tuning in live, whatever it may be. I just want to get this out there. There's a reason why I don't like talking about supposed leaks on the show. Okay. Because then what happens is, everyone goes off the deep end and everyone starts jumping to conclusions and it's never a fun time for anybody involved. So let me just say this right here, right now. If it wasn't clear last week, I want to make it abundantly clear right here, right now. Nothing is confirmed until the organization and or player makes it confirmed. Plain and simple. The only solidified information that we have is that Penguin has departed SSG. That's it. That is all that we have. We don't know for sure if he's going to optic or not. Okay. While I want to take Papa Lucid at his word, and yes, the other thing that I want people to understand here. Is that yes? That is actually Lucid's dad. That was at the sh- that was in the chat, because I've been seeing a lot of like people online saying, "How do we know that was his dad?" Or like, "How do we know he just wasn't trolling and whatnot?" That is his dad. I've talking to him face to face. Will's talking to him face to face. Like we yep. verified, it is actually him. He is in this show consistently. He's here almost weekly. Okay, that is him. And while I'd love to take his word for it, again, I need people to understand that it is not 100% confirmed about anything until the organization and or player confirms it. Okay? And again, I know I don't need to say that, but I just, I needed, for me personally, I needed to get that off my chest. I've been, I was literally thinking about that ever since the end of last week's show. And that's not a fucking joke. Like literally as soon as the show ended, I'm like, oh no, I don't think I don't think I did a good enough job to to let the people know that it's not one hundred percent confirmed. That's fair. So there you go. Hopefully people like again, just let's all relax. It was a crazy moment last week. Let's all relax. Nothing's confirmed until it's official. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs>
1: Will? And who knows? I was going to, I just wanted to add like, yeah. Even Papa Lucid dropping that, uh, that informa- information. Who knows what was really told to him? Like, obviously. Lucid being his son he's getting information from him but there's things constantly moving in these roster changes and ideas that pop up that are acted upon but fall through and all this so it could be very it could be possible they were looking at bringing penguin in and something just didn't work you just don't know
0: right and for all like again he could be on there he could not be we don't know and nobody knows except them. Like if you go. uh, Also, real quick, onset. Welcome to the show. It's good to see you. Love you as always. Thank you for the follow, smiley. Thank you for the gifted sub to onset. You get a woo. (laughs) (coughs) Onset. Excuse me. You're amazing. We love you. Um. Yes. Also, fucking. You're just you're fucking awesome. There you go. Sorry, I'm coughing a lot. Um. So yeah, we. Nobody knows except them. We have the information from last week. I need people to relax. That's it. That's it. You know what else that's it for, Will? That's it for the competitive news. All right. Which means it's time for Roster Media.
1: Yeah, a few pieces of Roster Mania this week. Um, Nothing about uh, who's on what team, but first off, we'll start off with Penguin is now Dead Zone, and he put out on Twitter, Penguin is dead. Time to be a whole new man. Need to get healthy and leave my old self behind. This is symbolic of that, really. Also, I like the tag. 14 days in a row at the gym, by the way. We go again now. Um, I love that. Penguin Zane, I'm just gonna call him Zane from now on because Dead Zone. Dead Zone just doesn't roll off the tongue like Penguin. I just I Zane. Uh, glad he's making those changes that he wants to in his life. Um, hopefully this just is a better form, better version of him that he wants. And who knows? It might reflect in his play. We'll see what happens when the next season comes of HCS.
0: Absolutely, Sherwood. Sure Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show.
1: Yeah. Um next up, net the words. Neptune is coming back to Halo. Obviously, uh this is on the rotation and from Neptune. So Neptune is stepping away from competing in Call of Duty and is allegedly returning to competitive Halo. SSG, I don't know if you guys saw the tweet, but they tweeted a picture of the planet Neptune, which Mikwin commented on tweeting a gif or, or he tweeted a gif, sorry. Uh get your hand off of that. So does that mean Neptune's looking at teaming with Mikwin. SSG's looking to pick him up. Who knows? Who knows? And then Neptune tweeted, just an update on my own situation. I will be planning on competing again in Halo, feeling excited. So Neptune's coming back. Penguins now dead zone. That's all we have for Roster media this week.
0: Thank you very much, Will. Oh yeah. Um before we close out this segment, real quick, uh, like you said, I want to echo your your sentiment earlier about uh dead zone. It Zane Good luck to you and wishing you the absolute Beth, Beth, Jesus Christ, wishing you the absolute best in whatever you choose to do within your life, trying to better it in any way you can. That's awesome. And, um, just can't fucking wait to see you competing again. So can't wait for the new year, man. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, so, and yeah, Neptune, Neptune's back, man. For those who don't recall about Neptune, he was really good in H5. Um, That's where he got his start, really. Um, If you go watch games that he's been a part of, he's been a part of multiple teams. So go watch those VODs and uh, get excited because he's coming fucking back, baby. He's coming back. What's up, fine guy? Welcome back. Yes, he was on Renegades, yeah. Renegades! All right. With Roster Mania being complete, it's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for all your Halo eSports needs. Thursday, November 16th, to Friday, November 17th. Yes, it starts on a Thursday, which I bet everybody's super excited about, aka literally nobody's excited about that. We have the Mountain Dew Gaming Halo Infinite Community Gauntlet. That's taking place. Will, you're competing in it.
1: Yeah yeah i i got a i got a team with fine guy he's in chat right now hello to you and your dad um and yeah we're just gonna run it we're gonna see what happens have some fun get some uh experience in the competitive scene and go from there hell yeah so yeah we'll uh we'll see what we'll see what happens I'm scared
0: <laughs> don't be scared it's gonna be fucking awesome and and you get to play on your favorite maps. Yeah, Halo Three stuff. You know, <laughs> literally, Will's favorite fucking Halo game is Halo Three. So I mean, obviously, he'd be super excited to play on those old maps.
1: I don't know shit about those maps. It's going to be a disaster for me. Come on, I'm I'm going to have to grind tomorrow. Yeah, before the the tournament to see. Well, that's the thing though. The the tournament's at two. The resets at what? Like eleven.
0: The reset so is at a, th- uh, the resets at uh, noon our time. Will. Noon. So I literally
1: have two hours to play on those maps before the tournament starts.
0: Uh, CG. No, and no, it's not, it's not a halo three tournament. There is a, there's a throwback playlist that's being introduced in infinite tomorrow. And the tournament is based off of that. Josh fucking blasting some halo game fuel. I see. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. If the playlist is tomorrow, yes. The playlist releases tomorrow. The tourney is Thursday, yes. The tourney is Thursday. Any word on them keeping the maps in the game after? No word yet. That's right. No word yet, Iguza. I,
1: I was thinking the tournament was tomorrow for some reason. I was getting all amped up. Nope. It's Thursday. It's right in front of my face. God damn
0: it. Yeah, you're, you're okay. You're okay, Will. It's going to be great. I got a few days. I got two days. I got two days, not two hours. You Thanks. Have plenty Thanks. Of time. Thank you, Thug Nasty. You have plenty of time to grind that playlist. You have plenty of time to earn those free 20 tiers of bullshit. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, have a great one, Canadian. It's good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you. Uh, Riz says, "Will, if you want to walk through the maps, I can teach you the callouts." Yo, fucking awesome. count me in on that shit. Count me in on that shit. That's my that's yeah. my goddamn jam. All right.
1: If you if y'all aren't busy tomorrow, let's do
0: it. Oh man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm this one of the, so they really, we're going to talk about in the news section, but like they released the trailer for the operation today. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, whoopty fucking doodah." Be- and they didn't, they didn't show any of the playlists. They didn't, they didn't show any of the playlists in the trailer. And I'm like, okay, really? they literally just showed off some of the customization that you can fucking get. Like, this is whatever. And, th- like, the only thing that I'm excited for is that playlist. So, whatever. Whatever. Oh, but speaking about that community gauntlet tournament that's happening on Thursday and Friday, this is from the HCS. They say, heads up, all competitors that make it to day two will be required to stream. Okay. So all competitors that make it to day two will be required to stream. Mr. Fusion with the gifted sub to Thug. Thank you so much for the gifted sub. You get a woo! And then uh, barbecue my chicken. I, I love barbecue chicken. Thank you for the follow and welcome to the live show. You weren't excited about the overpriced Master Chief kit coming out of the tank? Nah, man, but I did buy that overpriced Master Chief kit. I'm part of the problem. So, fuck it, whatever. All right, And then, on Saturday, November 18th, we have the J-Man Spartan and Guardian Crossover Tournament. That's right. Halo Infinite being played on Destiny 2-themed maps. So, uh... Check that shit out, too. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments with the week. of sent by NoobComba.com. Check out NoobComba.com for all your Louise sports needs. Well, Scrim Tournament League recaps, what do you got? Well,
1: obviously, two... Tournaments took place that we have to talk about, but one will be reserved for our topic of the show. Mm-hmm. So the one we're going to talk about now is Pure Delights Draft Tournament. Uh, if you didn't tune in, it was a blast to watch, a lot of fun watching these teams go at it. Um, and here are your top three teams. For uh, in third place was Team Envor, which was Envor, Okira, Zeus God, and Nixeni. Second went to Team Maddie, who went to which was Maddie Kamaji, Absent, and Trade Doug's. Dougies and first went to Team Lido, uh, which included Lido, Big Pops, Version, and Meat. Um, Lido did make it through the upper bracket, and Team Maddie came from Losers Bracket. They put up a good fight in the grand finals, but uh, Lido just and just had the numbers, and they uh, they played really well together as a team. Um, I know Kamaji and Absent play often together in pewter lights discord for eights i was kind of rooting for them since i had interacted with them before but got to give it to team lido they uh they played really well yes and grace in chat as one of the casters great job yes thanks for jumping in and doing that and then all of the um i believe grace donated a like gifted nitro discord nitro for the event and then uh like other people in chat just kept popping off. They gave away like four or five Discord Nitros, which was incredible.
0: That's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> shout out for like just the community supporting each other.
0: Like l- you always love to see it. Um, Real quick, Grace with the gifted sub. You get a woo! Thank you so much for the gifted sub. And then Sherwood That's said, right. uh, found y'all's podcast through Podtacular and came here just to hear. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Hey, well. Thank you for the follow <laughs> yeah. and welcome to the live show again. There you go. And yes, Grace, you you and PD kill it as fucking always. So huge shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for what you guys do. You guys are fucking awesome too. Smiley
1: says, wait, I can gift in Discord. It was like you can yeah, you can gift nitro. And I think what happens is you pay for it, you get a code, and then you send it to someone. I think that's how it works. Or you can just find a user. I'll have to, I'll have to double check, but yeah, you can gift nitro
0: and smiley. Speaking about gifts, smiley gifting a sub to Sherwood. Thank you so much for the gifted sub again. Jesus fucking Christ. You get a, whoa, fuck. Oh my God. Oh, you went to Fort worth Sherwood. That's fucking awesome, man. Oh, very nice. There's nothing, there's nothing like uh, halo land event, man. There really is nothing else like it. Will, yes, sir. Speaking of Halo land events, I think it's time we get into our topic of the show. Mm -hmm. We have the Europa Halo Blackpool results. There's three series I want to talk about, guys. Three series I want to talk about. No offense to the other teams that competed, but these were the two teams that kind of everybody expected to be in the finals in some capacity whether it be Winter Final, whether it be Grand Final, and lo and behold, we had both. So, we all know what happened at Worlds. <coughs> we all know what happened at Worlds, where for the first time in Halo Infinite history and an international LAN event, the team from Losers came through, completed the bracket reset, and won in the Grand Finals. First time ever. Well, now I'm starting to wonder if uh, 2024 is going to be the story of the the, uh, bracket resets because, check with the 17-month resub, you get a woo! Now let's get into these fucking series. Let's talk about winner's final. Navi against Quadrant. Game one was oddball on streets. The first round had some major momentum swinging plays, but the most important one came by way of Navi getting collapsed from a and Jimbo being the last alive makes the crucial play ball from top A to mid all while his teammates were starting to spawn on the C and tram side of the map. This actually allowed Navi to put constant pressure back on quadrant, take a lead of their own and proceed to win the round. hundred to 81. It was like literally the perfect play ball where it rolled down for, for like far enough to where quadrant really had to try to make a desperate push to get the ball and the fact that Navi were just spawning right where the ball was being thrown to just worked out perfectly. They were able to get it, get the setup, and bada bing, bada boom. For round two, off the heels of a flank by Snipe Drone and Jimbo, the kills go the way of Navi along with the ball time and the setup at A to finish the round 177, and they win the game two to nothing. What's up, Snag? Welcome back. Good to see you. Game two is Slayer on Live Fire. Even with the technical difficulty, the show goes on, and so does the game. Scherze and Onset flying blind during the game, but even with a blank, uh, even with a bank shot double kill by Mightys to bring the game to 49-48 Na'Vi, SLG, SLG is able to get the cleanup to tie the game 49-49, and both teams immediately back down. And then, with all four players of Quadrant sitting top mid, Na'Vi make their move on a flank from Cuts, but unfortunately for them, Quadrant are able to get the kill necessary to win the game 50-49 and tie the series 1-1. If you go back and watch that, like, it's actually crazy what happens because, like I said, Scherzi and Onset are kind of like flying blind in this scenario where, like, they think they're trying to tally the score based off of the kills that they see, like, on the scoreboard. And uh, and so they, they, they think they have it. Then we finally have a 49-49 situation. All of Quadrant go top mid. And you're like, okay, what the fuck's going to happen here? And then two players from Navi like loop back around from scoreboard and then come up through cuts. And unfortunately, they both kind of get annihilated, but it was crazy. Ansa says, I had no fucking idea what was happening. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. I saw like the screen went white, like the screen went dark, and I'm thinking to myself, uh oh, is this going to be like a reset or something? What's happening? And then no, the game continues. It because I like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it sounds like an observer issue with the game because obviously the players are still playing the game. And then you guys came back and were trying to, like, count up the kills, like, to see who was winning and whatnot. I'm like, this is the craziest shit ever. <laughs> and, of course, it had to be a 50-49 to end the game, too. Like, that was insane. Game three was king of the hill on solitude. Navi proceeded to put their big boy pants on after that Slayer loss and basically dominate from the start, winning the game 3-2 to after starting with a 3-0 lead. So even though the game, like, score-wise looked close, not really. We were getting the score shouted at us from the stage. That's fucking amazing. Oh my god, I love that. Pure grassroots shit right there. Love it. Game four, CTF on Argyle, the versatile trash pile. Navi continues their pressure in this series, proving that they are here to not only compete, but to win. Navi win two to one and are one game away from sending Quadrant to the loser's bracket. Game five, Slayer on Recharge. Well... Welcome to Quadrant basically being slapped around the map for over six minutes. Navi had an answer to everything Quadrant tried throwing at them, but they weren't able to throw much considering they were constantly rotating death screens the majority of the game. Navi win 50-39, the series 4-1, to and they send Quadrant down to the loser's bracket. Not necessarily something I think anybody saw coming. Like, we know these teams play each other very close. Like, we, we know that. Um, and... Obviously, these are two best teams in the European region, so, like, obviously, they're facing off against each other all the time. But, uh, Riz, Riz, did you see what, did you see the Grand Finals coming? Did you see that? I'm curious, Riz, <laughs> did you see that coming? Also, Smiley, I know you know this, but, like, it's just a running joke that I call it the versatile trash pile. It used to be the versatile trash pile, like, when all the shit on this from the sandbox was on the map. Then they heavily tweaked it down, but I just still as a joke call it the versatile trash pile. So, Will, we have have grand finals. Yes, we do. Now, guys, if you were paying attention when I talked about the winner's final there, you may have noticed something, something a little different. I recapped five games. I recapped five games, but but the team that won the series won four out of those five games, huh? That must mean it wasn't a best of five. Oh, it was a best of fucking seven in the winners' finals. And guess what else? The losers' final had the same fucking thing. Is a best of fucking seven.
1: You've been wanting that for so long. So best fucking of long in the winners' all finals basically all finals.
0: I was so happy. I was so happy. Now we're going to talk about the grand finals in just a hot second. And for those who didn't know, they did have to condense the bracket final reset to a best of five because they were literally getting kicked out of the venue. So like that, I understand, but they went in with full intentions of having loser final winner final grand final all be best of seven. I, I'll say this. Even if this event was a shit show, even if it was a shit show, I'd still give them praise for having these series be best of 7s. But guess what? It wasn't a fucking shit show. It wasn't. It was amazing. Let's get to the grand finals. Well, uh, Onset says, "Honestly, the second series being best of 5 I actually really liked in finals. So Onset, would you want it to be that way then?" Are you are you are you on chat record saying that you would want the first Series to be best of seven, but then if it went to a bracket reset, be best of five. Thug says 14 is too many. No, no, we need 21. We need 21 games in the grand final. Uh Plays in dirt. No, literally nothing has been confirmed and we're not here to speculate. All right, let's talk about the grand finals. Quadrant. Up against Navi. Who would have thunk it? Game one was king of the hill on live fire. Jimbo doing an unbelievable job staying alive in the sea and tower hill with the sniper all while his teammates are able to secure overshield and prevent anyone on the side of quadrant from getting any time within the hill. The game is tied three to three. Navi then ensure that quadrant don't have a chance to even contest the hill as Navi win the game four to three. If you want to see just an unbelievable hold on a hill, where Jimbo is just fucking dipsy doodling around the entire tower, like trying to prevent himself from dying all along with the sniper, and then his teammates just come back and be like, "Hey guys, I got over shield. What's up?" And then fucking quadrant aren't able to do shit. It's a beautiful hold. Go watch that. Go watch that. Game two with Slayer on streets. Two times during this game, Quadrant allowed Navi to regain in tie, but Quadrant clutched up when needed and took out the Navi players in mid to win the game 50 to 49. Again, a 50 to 49 Slayer. Game three was CTF on Empyrean. Well, holy hot damn, that was an answer by way of Navi with three quick back to back to back flag caps to win the game three to one and take the series lead. Game four is Strongholds and Solitude. Do we really need to talk about this one? Now, before I tell you the score, I want you all to guess. On set, you're not included in this. Anybody that watched this is not included in this. And no cheating. Just keep in mind the following. This is Quadrant and Strongholds we're talking about. What was the final score? Chat, I'm asking you. Don't cheat. What do you think the final score of this game was? Shio, I see yours. <laughs> Onsets is <laughs> strong, stronghold solitude needs to go. <coughs> 250 to 69, nice. Shio says, based on how it's being framed, it sounds like it's something crazy like this. What if I told you that the score was 250 to 18? 250 to 18. That was the score. Quadrant one, obviously. But man, doesn't that make you reminisce about Phase Optic in the World's Grand Finals? Remember that? (laughs) Basically the same exact score. Game five was Slayer on Aquarius. Alright, this time Quadrant got the lead and maintained it throughout the game. They win 50-44. to 44. Quadrant need one more win to reset the Grand Finals bracket, but goddammit, we don't get that. We don't get that. Game 6 was Oddball and Recharge. Round 3, Jimbo with yet another perfect play in an Oddball game, this time with the shock rifle and camo to nearly single-handedly collapse on the Quadrant A hold. The kills go by the way of Navi, and so does the scoring. Navi hold the ball for 45 straight seconds to win the round 100-74, and the game 2-1. to It's time for Game 7. Game 7 was Slayer on Solitude. Slayers don't really start until the 30 kill mark, and that just so happens to be the exact time that Quadrant put their foot on the gas. No, fuck that. They push the pedal through the floor. What was once a respectable score of 31 to 27 quickly turned into a 50 to 38 massacre. We're going to go to a grand finals bracket reset. Speaking of the bracket reset again, it ended up being a best of five instead of a best of seven because it was due to the venue being like getting ready to close. So game one was CTF on Argyle. Navi hit the regain with a statement game of their own. And while the score looked close in two to one, it was Na'Vi basically in total control throughout the entire game. Game two, Slayer and Aquarius. Well, Quadrant woke the fuck up to win the game 51-41. to Now, I wonder if Na'Vi not being able to win a Slayer will come to bite them in the this event. Surely not, though, right? Let's find out. Game three was Strongholds on Recharge. Well, Na'Vi put up a good fight. This is strongholds and quadrant we're talking about here. Quadrant win two fifty to one ninety seven. Take the bracket reset series lead, needing one more map to win the tournament. Tools, what? What? I'm I'm an idiot. What do you mean by that? Game four, oddball and live fire. Round one, ninety to ninety. SLG appears to be starting a ball rotation back to his teammates at CN and Tower, but instead leaves the ball outside key door. All for glory to swoop right in, grab the ball, and allow his teammates to get the kills on Quadrant. Navi capitalized on the SLG flub, and they take the round 100 to 90. Uh, No tools, it was not planned. The venue was preparing to close, so they had to reduce the uh, series to five instead of seven. Smiley with the gifted sub to tools, and uh, Chica with the 17-month resub, you both get a woo! Thank you so much. Yeah, Pete. Turn. He is alive. Don't worry. He's there. I just read. So I'm sorry. I'm good. Navi continued to put the pressure in round two in order to win the game two to nothing. It's time for a game five. It's AI will, guys. It's not cardboard will. It's AI. It's, it's yeah. Well, give him a shake. You know. I'm good. I'm good. Shake it. Shake it off. Staring at Shaken the screen. Um, he's worried for a moment.
1: Yeah. Pharaoh, you know,
0: I'm just, I'm good. I'm good. Pharaoh asks, anyone know how they customize HCS season one cores? Uh, oh, you mean like the kits that they're working on making that customizable? Like three, four, three have confirmed that they're working on making that customizable. No, no statement as to when it's being released, but it's coming. Certain players already have it, though. Sometimes they get access to things early. Like, we've seen, I mean, we've seen at uh, majors, players get access to HCS customization items early. We've seen it where players may have access to them in matchmaking early, too. It just depends. So, I, w- I just wouldn't put much stock into it, Farrell. Like, know that it's coming for everybody soon. Mine's glitched, and I can put S1 on a few other cores. Well, there you go, Tyler. Shit's glitched for him. Welcome back, Tyler. Good to see you. Um, okay. Game five of Slayer on Recharge. I'm going to go through some some lines here as to what the score was at specific times. 47 to 41 in favor of Quadrant. 47 to 41. Then it somehow made it to 48 to 45 in favor of Quadrant, with one minute remaining. Then, it got to 48-48, with 28 seconds remaining. Then, it was 49-48 to 48 in favor of Navi, with 25 seconds remaining, and all four players of Quadrant on the respawn screen. All players of Navi rotate to elevator with all players of Quadrant spawning around or in tower control. Jimbo has shock, tries to get the game winning kill, but is instead brought down to base to no shields via team shots and is then quickly collapsed on and cleaned up by cl- cleaned up on by legend. Tied forty nine forty nine. Seka gets the final kill on Snipe Drone immediately after Jimbo goes down. Quadrant compete, complete the grand final bracket reset. They win the series three to two and become your Blackpool champions. Onset says, "I don't know how the actual fuck any of that last two minutes was allowed to happen." Onset, dude, I'm, I'm watching this. F- when it was forty-seven forty-one, I'm like, all you literally have to do is trade. Like, that's all you got to do. And then I kept watching, I kept watching the score increase by Navi. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Then when Navi takes the lead and they have all four dead on quadrant side, I'm like, okay, that's, onset. thank you. That's exactly, how did Navi throw that? They had all four dead on quadrant. They had all four alive on Navi. I'm like, okay, well, this is, this should be it. Like this, this should be game, set, match.
1: Oh, fuck. Wow.
0: Wow. So there you go. Congratulations to Quadrant. Completing a bracket reset grand finals of their own to win Europa Halo Blackpool. Where's the cut? Oh, shit. You're right. My bad. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I totally forgot I this I'm not joking when I say this so like I also would uh, work from home in the studio like the studio PC is what I use for work from home stuff so like sometimes I'm in meetings and let's just say that if you have him chilling in the corner just fucking straight up staring at the camera it might not be the greatest thing to have in a meeting you know what I mean so I <laughs> so I hit him I hit him behind the Xbox here and I'll I'll bring him back out hold on. Bring him out. Bring him out. Oh, I'm getting caught on this shit. Hold on.
1: I don't, you should have left him.
0: No, he's he's here.
1: That would have been hilarious. All right.
0: There you go. Back home, you go. Enjoy. That's for you. Perfect. All right. (laughs) put his head on top of wills? No, like there's nothing to put it here. Like this is it's not he's not, you know what I mean? Like this isn't see? It's not going to work. Yeah, it ain't really going to work out so well. Oh my god. I got to swivel
1: with the with the chair.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, he should. <laughs> oh well, what are you going to do? Um god damn it. Real quick. Um b- 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 Somebody in chat asked a question I wanted to comment on real quick. Um, oh, I lost it, so never mind. Never mind. You mean you just don't use a pre, uh, preset background on Teams? I use Ansbar. No, I don't use a preset background. I just I don't care. It's a conversation starter as well. Like when people see the set in the background, they're like, "Oh, what do you do?" It's a conversation starter, you know. Icebreaker. So, there you go. All right. So again, congratulations to Quadrant on becoming the Blackpool champions, which is in crazy fucking fashion. On set, I'm with you 100. percent In terms of like, I swear to God, when it was 47-41, all I thought about, all I thought about, was, well, Quadrant, I have to do something really fucking stupid to lose this game. And then they almost lost the game and Navi. I'm like, okay, you have all four dead on quadrant. You got to do kind of something kind of stupid to lose this game. And then they lost the game. So what are you going to do? You know, still a fucking crazy series, still a crazy fucking tournament. And I'm super fucking happy that it happened in the first place. Huge shout out to Europa Halo for putting this on. You guys are fucking awesome. Love you. You already know that, but will, will, I want to talk about uh, something that I always love seeing from tournament organizers whenever this thing happens. Okay. I want to, I want to talk about feedback. So Europa Halo put out a tweet and they said, so as the dust settled on Europa Halo Blackpool, did you enjoy the experience of an EU Halo LAN? We want to hear from us players, coaches, spectators, or Twitch viewers. What, Well, was this the land you had hoped for? And then, um, there is a ton of replies to the tweet with a lot of feedback that they received, which I just think is fucking awesome. So please, if you attended, if you watched live, um, if you checked out the VODs after the fact, please let your feedback be known within that tweet. It's in the Google doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. And, uh, yeah, let your voice be heard in a respectful manner. Don't be a shitter, okay? Okay. Um, the only feedback that I had from a spectating standpoint, and I saw uh, this feedback also provided in the tweet, so I don't need to like really rehash it, but just like um, some of the audio stuff just, yeah, the audio wasn't amazing, but it is what it is. I understand you guys, you guys are working with what you have, so I'm not going to hark on it, but, uh, hopefully that's something that can be improved for another one. And, uh, I really fucking hope there is another one. If that was any indication of what you guys can do, I really, really hope there's another one. Um, yeah, the belt was pretty fucking cool. The belt was pretty fucking cool. Remedy says the audio in the venue was really low and at times we couldn't hear. I did. I saw that feedback also included in the tweet, but if you have not provided your feedback, please do so. Please, please, please do so. So yeah. Will, is there anything you want to add about Blackpool before we continue?
1: No, just, um, I would I need to go back and watch some VODs. I had some stuff going on, so I was kinda like I was I was basically at a birthday party, so I was like sneaking away and watching the stream when I could, and then like getting back to the party, then sneaking away and watching the stream. So uh I blame that party for me being sick, by the way. Uh but yeah, um love that we finally got an EU land. I know it wasn't like official HCS getting things set up so huge shout out to europa halo for doing this um and i hope that it shone the light on eu halo that needed to be shown because love for an official major to go over there this year if it can happen so um yeah no no feedback right now is i need to watch a little bit more but love that it it actually this this came to fruition
0: you know oh absolutely um And then like you said, like Pharaoh said, like Riz said about, uh, having an EU major or a quadrant or Navi event next year, stay tuned. We'll have to wait and see. Is that it for our topic? Will
1: that's all I got.
0: All right. With that. Um, I got rid of it, but I didn't mean to, because there is something. I was gonna say that the news
1: section is gone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to get rid of it because something literally like released today, so it's time for some regular news. I'll put this in the show notes, will. So don't worry.
1: No, <laughs> um, no worries, we're good. You just you go, you go, yeah. You go yeah with
0: we're, it. Doing, we're just doing, we're doing live as always. The combined yeah. arms operation launch. Combined Arms Halo Infinite's first operation arrives tomorrow. From November 14th to December 19th, Operation Combined Arms will be active, bringing a free 20-tier operation pass with new customization rewards. The iconic Mjolnir Mark V armor from Halo CE and a playlist of beloved classic maps from Halo 3 have also come to Halo Infinite. That core is uh, that kit is already available. So like that is not new for this operation, but whatever the fuck. The operation pass It features 20 tiers of free customization rewards along with new armor and vehicle coatings. Yes, fucking vehicle coatings, emblems, and visors. Woo! For those who need a quick refresher, operations are the new evolution of events. And Combined Arms is the first of more operations to come. In other words, they're events, but longer. And it has a paid battle pass option if you don't want the rewards, if you don't want like the opportunity to get the rewards to go away when the event is over or no operation, whatever. Uh, nemesis. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. HTS Latam. Hey, I'm rooting for it. You know what I mean? Like fucking please. We need, we need international lands. We need international majors. We already have international. Well, we've had international lands. We need international majors. Uh, Remedy says we need to be able to customize banished stuff. We need to be fucking customized covenant shit too. It boggles my fucking mind that we don't have coatings for anything other than the UNSC weapons and vehicles in the game. It boggles my fucking mind. Where are the Banshee coatings? Where are the ghost coatings? Where are the Wraith coatings? Like what the fuck? Where? You know what I mean? Tyler says we do a booth in London. You fucking, yeah, fuck yeah, you would. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Fuck yeah, you would. All right, player feedback around events was that their short two-week window felt too limiting and that once they're gone, there's no way to obtain those rewards again. Enter operations, which will run for approximately four to six weeks with a free 20-tier operation pass that has progressed with Match XP. An operation can be purchased at any point via Halo Infinite's in-game switcher or shop. It comes with a premium upgrade option. 500 credits instantly unlocks an exclusive bonus customization option. uh, Customization item, I apologize. Makes the Operation Pass durable, which means it will not expire. And when equipped, offers bonus XP and an extra challenge slot during the Operations Live window. And then, if you don't have time to play the game... I was going to be snarky here, but fuck it. Like if you, it's your money and you need it now. You know what I mean? G- call JG Wentworth. 877 <laughs> cash. Now it's your money. Hashtag do hashtag it. Not an ad hashtag genuinely <laughs> not that. Um, but no, it's your money. Use it. However you want to use it. So there's a 2000, there's a 2000 credit option that instantly unlocks all 20 tiers of the operation pass at purchase and includes the exclusive bonus customization item. So, again, if you if you just simply, like, if you're looking at the next month or whatever and you don't have time to play or if you don't think that you're going to have enough time to play, it's your fucking money. Use it however you want. There's a 2,000 credit option. You get all the 20 tiers right away. There you go. Tools. The, the first, like, unofficial ad spot we've had is fucking Pocket Casts. 'Cause I shout him out every goddamn show. Oni Archive. Week. Yes. Oni Archive, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. <coughs> Fuck. This cough is awful. All right. Um, so the exclusive customization item is apparently called Grey Hunter. So okay. yeah.
1: Is that all they've said about it? Is that it's called gray Hunter
0: here? I'll, I mean, it's in the trailer as well, but I'll post it. I'll post the tweet from uh, Kevin in the chat here. There you go. Also label out Mountain Dew. That was intentional too. That was pure intent, pure intent. Ah, hits different. Just like Taylor Swift song hits different. All right. So yeah, that was Kevin's tweet. He there's the picture of the gray hunter coding that you get by purchasing the battle pass for the 500 credits. So if you're any at all interested in that, there you go. Um and then let's talk about Halo 3 Refueled. Easily the most important fucking thing in this in this operation that's coming. 2000 Yes, 2007 has arrived in 2023 as seven Halo 3 maps recreated in Forge in partnership with the community are coming to a new matchmaking playlist in Halo Infinite alongside the Combined Arms operation tomorrow. Claim the high ground and revisit the vertical heights of Construct, the best map by the way, and lush Gardens of Guardian, a banished uh, themed take on Narrows and other beloved classics recreated in Halo Infinite's forge mode. Alongside uh, these is also Critical Dewpoint, a map created by Archer Bloodshot Based around our nostalgia fuel partnership with Mountain Dew. For more details, be sure to check out the Halo 3 Refueled blog when it lands tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, that's the shitty part, Pharaoh, is that whoever in their right mind thought it was a good idea to put isolation in that shit, you had, guys. And this is no offense to the person who made the map. This is absolutely no offense to the to the individual or people that made the Isolation remake in Forge. Because, for, like, based off the screenshot that I'm looking at, it looks like a solid remake. The map is awful. Like, the map is just fucking awful. And looking back on the history of Halo 3, do you fucking know how many maps you could have fucking picked from? And you picked that to quote myself from a previous episode when it was shown that isolation was going to be in this playlist. Oh God. (laughs) There you go. That's my take on isolation. The literal only redeeming quality about that map is the fucking sphincter. Which I don't even know if they can replicate that in Halo Infinite's Forge. But that is genuinely the only redeeming quality of that map. Thank you. Uh, Thug says it is not in the tourney. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God that it's not in the tournament. Because holy shit. That map is awful. Love that sphincter! It's the, it's the best part about that map, Ungoy. It's the best part by far. Like they, the fa- it, like that map is so iconic in the worst way possible because of the sphincter. Like that's it. Oh yeah, and Pharaoh, the sound it made. Oh my god! Oh my god! Iconic. And then there's fucking other shit coming in terms of, like, lore stuff, which is cool if you're into that and all that fun stuff. uh, You can buy the Halo CE armor kit for $22. $22. Again, it's your money. Use it however you want. I fucking bought it stupidly. But, hey, whatever. There you go. That's it for the regular news. Games! Oh, watch! Game battles is shutting down, Will. Yeah, man. It's a sad day.
1: I was kind of shocked to see it. It was it's
0: been like a pillar for so long. Yeah, it Yeah. Uh yeah. Game battles community. After careful consideration, we have decided to shut down the Game Battles platform and service as of January 15th, 2024. So, the end of an era. Very unfortunate, but, you know. Tool says, GBs have been dead since, like, 2019. No, I, I agree. It just It just sucks because it's been, like, such a, you know been around for so long so many people have used it in the past it's kind of sucks Mr. Fusion says might need to release the hoodie segment hey Tyler hashtag release the hoodie hashtag release the footy pajamas get on it you've made your you've made your other blanket hoodie you finish that time to pivot time to pivot get those two things made God damn. That's it. For cotton of the games watch. Actually, nah, fuck that. I kind of want to say, someone in chat said it. I think it's a good idea. Let's hit on it real quick. Will. What's up? Um, There's a big announcement that happened. Last week. You are not in Call of Duty? No, 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 no. Uh t- a different game. Different game. Um I-, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard of, of this game at all. Uh or this franchise, if you will. I think it's I think it's only sold a few copies overall. But like have you heard of a franchise the the last one came out fucking like the last one came out on the 360 and PS3. Uh oh. Yeah, if you heard of Grand Theft Auto yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, which I'd be fucking surprised if you didn't already know this, but um, it has been officially announced that the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto game will be releasing in early December. So early next month. Yep. The first trailer for the new Grand Theft Auto game will be unveiled. And... The other thing to keep in mind here is that typically, typically when Rockstar announces a game, it's basically done. Like it's nearly ready for prime time. So I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm assuming that GTA six is going to release in the fall of 2024 or whatever, whatever the next GTA is called. I think it's going to release in fall of 2024. Unless they delay it, they could. They very well could. This is very early speculation, right? Wait, you're telling me that they're making another game of the highest grossing game of all time? I would never have seen that coming. I know, tools. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You, I mean, you'd think with all the money that they're getting from GTA, GTA Online that they just keep that going. They, they don't fucking touch no, a new kidding. single player experience. It's literally just GTA GTA online at this point.
1: I'm honestly really excited for the roleplay server updates. Oh yeah. I've been watching no pixel play the same kind of stuff over and over again for years. So to see them get a hold of it, I know it probably won't take hold right away, but they'll have to create their mods and everything. Um, but man, once it goes into to 5M, it's going to be really cool.
0: Agreed. Uh, tools. I think they already said that it's going to be, or leaks, uh, or leaks, or reports have already said it's going to be based like in Vi- where Vice City was. Yep. So t- again, take everything with a grain of salt. We literally haven't seen. Um, I mean, besides like the leaked footage that was shown so long ago. At this point, like I just wait till early December, whenever it's announced. Um, the other thing too, there's a lot of speculation around, uh, so this isn't roster information. So I feel like we could talk about this because I don't want to talk about like fucking supposed roster information, but, um, supposedly since they said early December, will do you know what else is early December? What's that? The game awards. Ah, yep. So you're thinking that's where it gets revealed. That's where P- that's, that's one of the, that's being speculated right? Is that typically rockstar likes to do their own thing when it comes to announcing the biggest title in the fucking world. But the fact that they said early December and the, one of the biggest events in video games is happening in the beginning of December with the game awards. Yeah, it could happen. I'm not saying it will. I'm definitely not saying it will. I'm just saying it could, it could. (coughs) So who knows? But I'm very, very, very much excited. I can't fucking For wait. For sure. Can't fucking wait. Literally, guys, GTA five, Grand Theft Auto 5 released on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. We are two console generations later. Without a new Grand Theft Auto game. We have re-released Grand Theft Auto games on all these platforms, but we don't have a new Grand Theft Auto game in two console generations. That's fucking, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So can't fucking wait. I mean, I don't think they're going to pull a cyberpunk, in which case it sucks when it first releases. I think they're going to have all their ducks in a row and the game's going to be great on launch. Um, I'm just hoping that servers are stable so people can actually play the game because yes, it's go ahead. Will. go ahead.
1: I'll just say that's fair. (laughs) Uh, fair.
0: We all know with like the way that online gaming is today, that a lot of games just require an online connection to even play a single player game. And I wouldn't be, I'm not saying they're doing this. I just wouldn't be surprised if they're going to do that. Um, Like for authentication purposes or whatever. So like I said, I hope that if it is requiring an online connection, even though you're playing a single player game, um, I hope that servers are okay. Um, Ikuza, I also would love a Red Dead Redemption 2 60 FPS patch on modern consoles. I would also love that. That'd be amazing. What's up, Danny Phantom? Welcome back. Paladin, welcome back to. GTA 5 was the first GTA I did 100%. God, that was so long ago. It really was a long fucking time ago, Paladin. Great game, too. Do I know a Grand Theft Auto game? Fucking... Auto game that was that's fucking... Oh, oh, shit, what was that, Will? Oh, my God. Oh, I think Will's having some more audio issues. Will, you okay? Yeah,
1: audio's audio shit's still getting worse, so... Okay, I'll hurry up. Figuring it out.
0: I'll hurry up. Um, What I was going to say is a, a Grand Theft Auto game that I feel is a little underrated, even though it rated, like, really, really well. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4.
1: Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that one.
0: Yeah. I think the story is phenomenal in 4. I think the, the driving's awful, because you, like, you're literally in a boat the whole fucking time, but... <laughs> I think the story in that game is fucking great so if you if you guys have not played Grand Theft Auto 4 go play Grand Theft Auto 4 if you can it's a good time alright now that's actually it for Connor the Games Watch it's time for Will's Avengers with the over. another game for me too Will what'd you play <laughs> last week
1: just still grinding out infinite when I can that's that's really it. Just getting some games in, playing with uh with people. We obviously did uh eights on Wednesday, yeah. community played eight on Friday. Yeah. Um plan on running those again this week, so can't wait. Fuck yeah. But yeah, it's all I've been playing. It's Halo. What about you, sir?
0: Well, I also been playing a little bit of the Halos. Um And by that I mean Halo Infinite, not more than one. And yeah, it's. I, I'm just trying to get better with the Bandit. Um, I have a lot of work to do. Um, a lot of progress to be made, but I I won't lie, has been growing on me. But I mean, while I'll still always like probably prefer prefer the BR. Um, no, I'm just just actively trying to get better with the Bandit, and just actively trying to get better with map awareness, map presence, so on and so forth. Just getting better at the game, and then. Yeah, I've been playing a little game called Sea of Stars. I'm still playing that, and it's still really fucking, it's great. Nice. It's fucking great. So, again, if, if you guys haven't played Sea of Stars, it's on Game Pass, it's on PlayStation Plus. It's not an ad. I just really, I've been following that game for a long time. Backed it on Kickstarter. It's fucking, it's great. It's fucking great. Um, Riz says I'm legit upset Sea of Stars did not get a game of the year nomination. I'm surprised that was it Final Fantasy sixteen that did not get a game of the year nom? I think that one I'm a little more surprised about. Hogwarts Legacy, yeah. A little surprised about that one too. You have nothing to be sorry about, Thug. I've heard a lot of people love that game. Will, you played a shit ton of it, didn't you?
1: A sea see a thieves. Oh yeah! No, no, no. When it no, first no. came out, I was Hogwarts oh. Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I played a ton of Hogwarts Legacy. I almost, almost hundred percented it. I'm pretty sure. I um, been meaning to go through and like try different houses because I heard some things change depending on what house you choose. So, um, it's just hard going through and like there's a bunch of little collectibles in the game. So I, it's like do I really want to spend all that time collecting all this stuff again that I already collected? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I ended up getting it on the PlayStation. So
0: very nice. It's a game that I, I, I've always meant to get back to playing because I did enjoy what I did play. But uh, like Pharaoh said, it was a great year for games. Pharaoh, I'll go on record and say this besides all the layoffs that have happened within the industry, which has been atrocious and abundant. Um, I will, I will, I will, go on record and say that I truly believe that this is the best year that we've had for video game releases in my lifetime. Yes. That includes 2007. I truly believe that this is the best year we've ever had in my lifetime. It's been fucking insane. Like if you, you don't need to agree with me. Like obviously you, everybody can have their own opinion. Duh. But like I I just encourage you. I encourage you if you don't if you don't necessarily agree, I encourage you to go look at every release that's come out this year. And like it's it's f- genuinely fucking insane. The amount of great video games that we've had released this year. Iku is a, don't put Starfield in that list. Don't put Starfield in that list. People had preconceived notions of what they wanted Starfield to be, not understanding what Starfield actually was. That's on them. And I've gone on a diatribe about that in other episodes. I I I don't need to rehash that bullshit over again. But yeah, play Sea of Stars. The game's fucking great. Let's get into some (coughs) shout-outs. Happy belated birthday to Golden Boy. Happy belated birthday to you, sir. Happy 19th birthday to Halo 2. The worst one. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm just kidding. I'm Just just waiting to piss (laughs) off I'm kidding, everybody. Relax. Relax. Everyone's like, I got my fucking pitchfork at the ready, bitch. John says, Halo 4 and 5 are collectively the worst. You know that? I I think... I think... uh, Snakebite said it perfectly on his stream is that everybody's going to have, I'm paraphrasing here, but like everybody's going to have their opinion on what they think is the best and which one they think is the worst. And, and, it, and it doesn't matter. Like let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. Like I, I poke fun at, si- at silos all the time because he's a halo one purist. So like I throw shit his way all the time. Do I love halo one? No, I, I personally don't love it. But do I respect it for everything that it did for the franchise? Do I do I respect that without it we wouldn't have what we have today? A thousand percent right? Um do, do I like Halo 3 a lot more than Halo 2, for example? Yes. But like I'm not gonna I don't want to shit on people for liking what they like. Guys, if you don't already know, this is gonna be fucking crazy to hear from me. I actually like Halo 4 multiplayer. <gasps> I know. It's fucking crazy supposedly Renegade does too. up, Renegade. <laughs> but no, I, I genuinely, from a casual standpoint, think that Halo 4's multiplayer is a lot of fun. I do. Sue me. You know what I mean? But, and there's also a ton of people out there that love Halo 4's campaign. Myself is not one of those people. I'm not the biggest fan of that campaign. I think Halo 5's campaign, while... The Warden Eternal fights are fucking stupid as shit. Some of the set pieces in Halo 5's campaign were fucking awesome. Like, I think every game in the franchise has good and not so good aspects. Let people like what they like. Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. But I want to talk about Halo 2. Will is Will is uh, zoomed in right now because he's he's looking at something.
1: <laughs> dealing with my fucking PC right now.
0: I'm sorry, Will. Halo 2's birthday, 19th birthday. First up, The Reunion 2. It's by Zents Productions. If you want a little, little taste of nostalgia, a little taste of nostalgia, not going to lie, when I was watching this montage, it's a, it's a new MCC Halo 2 montage, by the way. It's new. Just released. Not going to lie. When I was first watching it, literal person I thought of was snag. Little snag He's the first person I thought of when I watched it. It's really good. You should go watch it. Get a little piece of nostalgia. Then we have a little retrospective. This is by Max Hoberman. Formerly worked on Halo 2. He says, ah, Halo 2. The fear at Bungie and within Microsoft at large when I decided to ditch the game browser and only support matchmaking was palpable. I knew that if I didn't, our matchmaking was doomed to fail, though. This was a huge risk. Yet, I'm not a risk taker. I did what I've done a few times since. Start with big ambition, then work my ass off to mitigate the risk and tilt the odds of success maximally in my favor. In the case of Halo 2, my design was comprehensive. A pop-up friends list, presents, invites, messaging, parties, pre-game lobby, matchmaking, rankings, post-game lobby, etc. This was far more than we could manage internally, so we partnered with the Xbox Live team and co-opted them essentially so Live was an extension of our team. We even pushed them to support live beta testing. Planning, partnership, and perseverance brought Halo 2 online to life. And from what I can tell, online console gaming has never been the same since. Strangely enough, I wasn't particularly nervous when we launched. I knew the design was solid and tested. I also had supreme confidence in the technical implementation. Special thanks to Chris Butcher at Bungie and Boyd Moulter of Xbox Live for ensuring this was the case. Also, huge thanks to everyone at Bungie on the live team and elsewhere at Microsoft who supported this grand vision. So really, shout out to Max Hoberman Snag, uh I am referencing a montage called The Reunion 2. I'll post it in the I'll post it in the chat arena's. I'll post it in the chat. It's really good. Go check it out. A Lot of uh the one of the probably my favorite part of that montage was the like the the I'm not going to say sizzle reel, but like the back to back to back to back clips of like spawn nating. Um. This is fucking the, the things that you could do in Halo 2. The things you could do in Halo 2. <coughs> All right. Shots everyone to join in the community play date. This includes Pancakes, Game Crazy John, Ashley Blair, Snegu, Rasta Monkey Jr., Fox Too Quick, Halt Hammer, Overkill, Riznak, and Stevie Bricks. Hope you guys had a great time. And, uh, Will, we watched, watched we played the tower defense mode to kick things off. What'd you think?
1: Uh, it wasn't bad. It was, um,. We spent some time like sitting in the base, like, okay, what do these buttons do? What are these? What does this mean? Um, we tried to upgrade the bots before we had bots, and didn't know if that messed with things. But yeah, once we got to the end, everything was upgraded. Uh, wish there was some more variations of weapons in the quote-unquote mystery box for it. Yeah, but it was it was still fun to do. Uh, the camo elites were horrible to deal with. Uh, the bots didn't see them. You had to f- spot them out. But I think that was our undoing. We got down to like six lives at the end and that's all we had left. And then if you do play the mode, you get a little surprise when you finish all 30 levels. So I don't want to spoil it, but just, just go play it. It, it. It's a good time and make sure to bring four people.
0: Yes, please do. It is a great time. And uh, yes, halt. you got to hit all the buttons. Uh, Holt, thank you for joining up, even though you weren't feeling well. I hope you had some fun as well. Um, Will, like you said, the, the upgraded bots, did, did they all have sentinel beams for you?
1: Yes, they did. It was fucking
0: crazy. And then like, so one of the, one of the last upgrades is pretty fucking awesome. And like, if you have a sentinel beam, it's just, it's, it's over. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's really, really fucking fun. You guys should definitely go play it. It was a great time. And then um, we played some of the – we played some of Unique's maps as well, Um, just testing testing those out, having some fun. And, yeah, ended on Sumo as always. So, shots to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. I got to back up right quick. Give me one second. I'm going to go back a few days, Will, like we talked about. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. All right. Halo, Bach, uh, Potential, Jedi Scholar, Degote og Internet Goon, Dredeezy, uh, Matui, um, the Gamer Dad, Jezku, Lord Matthew, Loss970, Will Corbett, Giselle Kalua, The One and Only, Ikeso, Hannibal, I Queso, Hannibal, Soy Sadial. I'm sorry if I mispronounce any of these. One Tough Canadian, Onset, Sherwood, Barbecue My Chicken, uh, Nemesis, and Oni Archive. Thank you all very, very much for the follows. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Then give me one second here. H2 Goat Cheese with the two month re-sub. Lanky Sasquatch with the 28 month resub. Ricky with the four month resub. John with the six month resub. I got to make sure I'm not missing something here. I don't think I am. Smiley with the 10 gifted. Ashley with the eight month sub. Smiley with the another gifted, smiley with another gifted, Mr. Fusion with a gifted, Grace with the gifted, Smiley with another gifted, Chica with a 17-month resub and smiley with another gifted sub. You all get a woo! Thank you very much for those as well. And then Daddy, thanks for the bits. Hashtag bit by bit. And then Shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes D-Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky, Snagoo, Raider, Hater, Peanut, Mutt, One Small, Danny, Danny Phantom, Rizneck, Zarders, Obby, Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech, Redneck, Goalie, Sniper, The Only Neem, Heavy Rainfall, Away to Dartboard, and Carnage. Thank you all so very much for the support over on the Patreon. Snag, fuck you. Thank you for the bit. Appreciate it. That's it for the shoutouts. How about some community creations? We have Halo Memes every day. Red.com forward slash R forward slash Halo Memes. Check that out. The house that Master Chief built. Tour of Steve Downs Chicago condo, a voice over studio by Steve Downs. If you haven't seen the memed video online, uh there's a clip where Steve puts on the like the classic deal with it glasses. Yeah. But he doesn't say deal with it. Uh he says something else and you should go watch it because it's fucking hilarious. So go check that video out. Thoughts on Bandit starts? This is by the HCS. Uh spoiler alert, they all love it. No happy endings the process by Optic Gaming. Go check that video out. Halo World Championship Vlog 2023 by obviously Queen. Go check that video out. AMD Power Plays HCS Top 10 Clips of 2023. By the HCS. And then, excuse me, we have some Forge Creations. We have Blood Trianglech by Ockham. Go check that out. The Silent Cartographer Campaign Mission by Nikos. We have Forge Features for November 10th, 2023 by 343. And then Inside Critical Dew du- Dewpoint, du- the custom Halo Infinite map built to celebrate Mountain Dew game fuel by Danielle Partis of Xbox Wire. It's an interview with Arthur Bloodshot. Go check that article out and learn more about the map. Will that's all I got. (laughs) So with that, after you're done coughing.
1: Yeah. Love it.
0: If you wouldn't mind, plug in the show.
1: Of course. Um, Patreon. We have one of those. If you want to support us a little bit more, get some extra content, go find us over on patreon.com slash HCS pro talk. As always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Chalk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify, and others like Josh's favorite. Pocketcast, still not an ad. Still not an ad. Um, join the Discord. It's where the community hangs out in the off time of the shows, where we host playdates. Uh, Is getting Wednesday eights started as well. Just some uh, some friendly eights going. Join the Discord. Find us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok. Uh, we have a YouTube with old VODs on it. Also, our interview series are there. Um, if, you, if you're if you listening or watching the VOD and want to catch us live, at 7 p.m. Central Time on Mondays. And then also, if you go to htsprotalk.com, it'll actually send you somewhere else. It's evolvedhalo.com now. You're home for Halo! We partnered with the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out their great shows, such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV+, Plus book club, build with blocks, halo headlines and halo get gear guide. And Josh, that's all I got, man.
0: Awesome. Um, real, real the voice quick. already hurts. Oh <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm my throat is getting kind of raw here. Uh, thug says Jay's been spamming the group chat for weeks about him in, in terms of Josh Dobbs. The one thing I'll say is, uh, is that it's a very small sample size right now and he's two and O right now with us. So I'm taking everything with a grain of salt because like we take this on a week by week basis. You never fucking know what's going to happen. But I will say, um, regardless of the tier of opponent that we've played, because let's be real here, the two teams that we just beat are not great. Like, they're not great teams, okay? Like, we have to keep things, we have to keep expectations in check here. Um, Do I like what I'm seeing out of them? Absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. Will, we've talked about this so much. I'm so, it feels so good seeing what can happen when the pocket breaks down and we have a quarterback who can actually move. Yeah. Who can actually make a play. Like that's... That to me is huge. And again, keeping in consideration the two teams that we beat. Yes, Farrell, I understand that Dobbs with Arizona beat the Cowboys. I understand that. It's just, it feels really good knowing that even if the pocket breaks down because our O line can be great. Sometimes can be not great. Other times that we have a quarterback who can actually be mobile. What are your thoughts on Dobbs real quick? Will. Um, yeah, we've beaten
1: a couple middle of the road teams. Although was it the saints who had a top eight defense. I mean, you got to give him some credit there, especially coming in in a game that he didn't know the offense at all. um, And getting, getting a win. I don't think he is a franchise quarterback. I think he is a serviceable, like, uh, what's the term like higher than serviceable quarterback or like backup. You know what I mean? Like he can get you some games, but he's not going to be the guy. Like if you watch him, Yes, he's great at scrambling. He can hit some passes, but I've also seen some shaky passes or things that may have been intercepted in other situations. So, um, we have to play complementary football. The defense has to keep stepping up, and we'll see what Dobbs can do as he evolves. One of my favorite things that we did this last week was we ran a wildcat offense where Ty Chandler lined up, took a direct snap while Dobbs uh, motioned out to be a wide receiver and it was like a, just a direct run and we hadn't seen that ever at least in the two years that O'Connell's been here so um curious at what will happen with this vikings team what gets drawn up for dobbs and if we can just adapt and keep rolling because take a look at that second half of the vikings game we got stopped we didn't do anything yep we did barely anything i should say like that's that's always the worry too I think o'Connell was trying to run out the clock too soon and not going for the dagger so
0: I will say it did feel it did feel nice because Will, we had a rough start to the season. So like it, it actually yeah. felt nice to actually hit the ground running um in this game to kick things off, which yeah. I mean we 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 liter- Will, you know this, we literally had games start where we fumble on the first play of the game. Like oh yeah. It's it's like we would drop pass right away. It's just it's bad, man. Like it it feels good having a mobile quarterback. It feels good knowing that Kevin O'Connell, this is no offense to Kirk. Like Kirk is a great regular season quarterback. He always has been. He's been great statistically wise in the regular season. Um, but I can only imagine what Kevin O'Connell or head coach is thinking about knowing, like, okay, we can expand this playbook. Like, we can we don't have to necessarily worry about like having very specific pass plays, or or having things spe- specifically catered, blah 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 blah. We can expand this out now because we have a mobile quarterback who, if something if something happens, we know that you know this kid can try to make a play. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm keeping my expectations in check here. Like I know. Gaz like fucking saying Vikings to the Super Bowl. Like, all jokes aside, <laughs> no. Like come on now. We what, we've won five in a row now? Yeah. Yeah. So we started the season terribly. Um now we've won five in a row. And yeah. Outlaws. You said truly thought Will was there. That's the point. It's magic.
1: Ooh. Nope. AI will today.
0: Yep. Uh, hammer (laughs) pooping. I'm pretty sure you're, you're Holt's husband. If I'm not mistaken, the battleship lover, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh God, I'm going to fucking say this incorrectly. Cam Brannis. If I mispronounce it, I apologize. And Alchemy, thank you all so very much for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Holt says he is. (laughs) Mm. I was gonna say, I think he has like the same name in Discord as well. When he when he shot down my idea of Battleship being a bad movie, for the record, this this uh, let me just say this: to halt's husband, to hammer Poopin'. great name by the way. Um, I want you to enjoy what you want to enjoy. I'm just poking fun. Okay, so it, obviously it's nothing actually directly against you. It's just it's just poking fun. I'm glad you enjoy the movie. Not my cup of tea, but I respect it. Outlaw with the tier one Submarino, you get a woo! So thank you so much, Outlaw. Fuck yeah. So yeah, Vikings, a little bit more exciting now. We have a semi-mobile quarterback now. I love that. And uh, But we we take it week by week. We take it week by week. That fine guy says, uh, Battleship is a bad movie, but I like Transformers, so what do I know? I also like Transformers movies. They're just just stupid fun. They're just stupid fun. Hammer says, it's a personal insult. I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry, though. But hey, I'm glad you enjoy it. From From the brief time that I saw it, I'm like, not for me. It's just not for me. Did you see the new one? No, but I do own it. The, is it the rise of the beasts or something like that? I fucking forget what it's called. I forget what it's called. Watch it. Is it good or is it awful? Like, is it, is it fucking terrible? I'm curious. It's bad. Okay. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, fuck. It's cool. More than good. Okay. Absolute awful. Jesus Christ. Outlaw asks, anyone else seeing this Broncos and Bills game right now? Outlaw, be careful with what you're about to say, because uh, Small Daddy, if he's hanging out right now, if he's listening to the show, he's like the biggest Bills fan that we know. So if they're losing right now, uh, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well.
1: All right. Let me uh, pull it up on my app Pull real up the quick. score. I
0: need to pull up that score. Huh.
1: Uh, let's just say both either team is still in it. It just must not be a very exciting game.
0: Neither team is winning. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, so it feels like a defensive battle.
1: Is it really a defensive
0: battle? Or okay, you know neither what? offense yes. can
1: do anything. Fuck,
0: no, listen to me. I, this is the same argument that I heard about the fucking Rams Patriots Super Bowl. It's the same fucking argument that I heard about that. People are like, oh, it fucking wasn't a high-scoring game. It was so boring to watch. Oh, my God. It wasn't boring. It was an offensive battle between both teams that had great defenses. They, their offenses couldn't fucking do anything. If, if you want to talk about a team, fuck that. If you want to talk about a game that genuinely both teams were fucking awful in, that Jets-Giants game. That Jets-Giants game a week ago or whatever it was, that game was genuinely fucking awful because of the teams that were in it, okay? But, like, that Rams-Patriots Super Bowl, however many years ago it was, that game genuinely was a great defensive battle between two elite defenses. And then, lo and behold, Tom Brady does Tom Brady things, and they won that game. But... It was fucking still great to watch, and Will's head is... (laughs) It's just funny when you move screen your screen to the side because like half of it's gone. Um yes, Outlaw. The score doesn't speak for the sheer battle people are witnessing in the stadium. Absolutely. Absolutely. But no, that Jets Giants game was just pure awful. It was that game was just ew. So like I'm not watching this Bills Broncos game right now, but like so I can't necessarily tell if it's a if it's a defensive battle between the teams. But like when I look at the score, that's what I assume. For all I know, we could have another Jets Giants situation on our hand. i don't fucking know. I'm not watching it. All right. God damn it. <sighs> that's it for HTS football talk. Yeah. <laughs> God. Holy shit. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, I think it's time to close out the show. Um, Yeah. Actually, before before I do that, one last thing I want to say for those that have stuck around to the end of the show, may, who may have missed it earlier in the show, I just want to restate again that we had a, a crazy situation happen last week with the, with the Papa Lucid situation, all that, right? Um, so again, I just want to repeat what I said earlier in the show, and I should have said this more last week, but I really want to hit the point home. Nothing is confirmed until it's announced by the organization and or players plain and simple. Okay. Absent says, did we get baited? We don't know. Even when he, Mm -hmm. even when Papa lucid came in the chat yesterday and said what he said, we still didn't know there. We don't know now. Lane and simple. Okay. That's like things got really to use to use a phrase from our show. Things got really off the rails after what happened last week. And I feel I didn't do a good enough job to. Again, for those who have listened long enough to this show, you should know that I don't like talking about leaks. I don't like talking about like supposed situations, so on and so forth on the show. We, we don't like to speculate that often on the show. We like to wait till things are actually announced before we talk about them. But We talked about the OpTic, we talked about the Lucid's dad situation because he was here literally in the chat. He made his announcement. He's here frequently. We know that's who that actually is because we've spoken to him face to face. So there's that. But, again, nothing has been confirmed by the organization, by the players, whatever. Nothing's been confirmed. Scoob, stop it. Stop it, Scoob. Stop <laughs> it. You're just going to add fuel to the fucking fire. Stop it. God damn it. It's good to see you, by the way. Hope you're doing all right. Xanta um, says, Optic Roster is the same for this Thursday. Yeah, so here's the other thing, too. here's the other thing too. I I want to, yeah, we didn't talk about this. I want to talk about it. So the Mountain Dew tournament that's happening this week, when registration went live, when registration went live, one of the first two teams that were signed up for it or registered for it was optic. And I thought about it and I'm like, Oh, that's fucking weird. Both APG and trippy are out of the country. So, like, how would they sign up? That that literally doesn't make any sense to me. And then I looked into it further, and it doesn't matter who you are. It does not link to your Xbox account. So, literally anyone and everyone can go to the registration site and register as whomever you want. It doesn't matter. You can type in any name you want. You can type in any gamer tag you want. Thug, I I need to make this known. Like I know I know like this is probably really bad to say, but like it's I think it's important to bring up. Literally anybody can go to that site and sign up as anyone you want to be. It literally does not link you to anything. Like sure, you have to like you create you create an uh an account, right? You create an account, but you get to pick your username so you can pick whatever you want that to be. You can register your team name for whatever you want it to be. And, uh, again, it doesn't link to your Xbox Live account, so you can type in any Xbox, you can type in any type of gamertag that you want. It doesn't matter. It's a free text field, basically. Yeah. So when Optic was signed up, when Optic was registered for the event, and I looked, and I'm like, that's really fucking confusing because both of those players are out of the country. And APG is listed as the captain, but that doesn't matter at all but like just the fact that it was the way that it was and the gamer tags didn't match up at all. I'm like, Oh, that's really fucking weird. That's really weird. So I just sat with it and I messaged Maddie rums about it one day. And I'm like, I just need to get this off my chest. This just feels weird. Like this doesn't feel necessarily quote unquote real to me. Right? No, Xanta, Xanta. I'm going to, I'm getting to that. Trust me. Don't worry. I'm, I'm with you right now. Trust me. Just wait so i'm it's in my mind i'm like is it re-? for the record i believe it's real okay now i believe it's real and i'll get to why but like if at that time i'm like is this a fake sign up is this a real sign up this is really weird i know they're sponsored by mountain dew i know they're sponsored by game fuel so maybe it would make sense that they're automatically registered for the event even though some of the players aren't there but then at the same time Like the fact that anybody and everybody can sign up using whatever name you want just feels fucking weird to me. I don't, I don't know. So then was watching Snakebite today and he confirmed that phase is going to be competing in the, in the tournament and it's going to be their full roster as well. So I'm like, okay, let me go to the registration site because obviously they have to be signed up now. Um, go to the registration site, see phase there, click the dropdown. And sure enough, their gamer tags do not match what their actual in-game gamer tags are either but it is that team signed up therefore making me deduce that uh if that registration is legit for optic which now i believe it is because they're sponsored by mountain dew game fuel makes sense right that who gives a shit about the gamer tag name it should be that roster Yes, APG is on that roster that is signed up for that on that team. Again, this is why I wanted to make it fucking known that nothing is officially confirmed until it's confirmed by the organization and players. Plain and simple. And again, I apologize because I should have said that more frequently last week. And the intention on this show, and Will can attest to this, the the intention of this show is to never lead people on. That's never what the intent is. The intent is to never overly speculate because we're talking about people's literal... I mean, for lack of a better word, we're talking about people's literal jobs here. Where if you're dropped from a team, what's to say you even get picked up by another team or like a, a good team, whatever it may be, right? Regardless of player. I'm not talking about an individual here. Like I'm talking about just in the grand scheme of this eSport. You never know. We're talking about literal positions here, literal jobs. So should have been more... Up front, last week, I wasn't. I apologize. And yeah. Shaffee uh, says, so what you're saying is there's still a chance. What I'm saying is, is what I said last week is what I said the week before is what I said the week before that, so on and so forth. I don't believe any of the top four or five teams need to make a change. Plain and simple. It's what I've stuck with before. It's what I'm sticking with now. I don't believe they need to make a change. I don't think any of them need to make a change. Optic were two games away from winning Worlds. Two. FaZe got hot at the right time and they stayed hot throughout. And what I fucking hate seeing are the dumbass Redditors out there that are like, oh, but they lost eight games in a row. Like, they lost eight games in a row. That means they're washed. Like, clearly they need to make a change because they lost eight games in a row. They're not, fuck, they're not good anymore. Nobody's beating FaZe now. For nobody's beating FaZe now. You want to know what happened last year? The literal exact same thing happened last year when Optic won Worlds. The exact same thing. You know how many people were online saying that, oh, nobody's beating Optic now? Nobody's beating Optic now. The fuck out of here. I never claimed to be an expert. But for the love of God, none of them are. Whoever is out there saying that phase are locked in. They're never losing. You guys are fucking idiots. You don't know what you're talking about. And like for those saying that optic or Washington, they're never going to win again. And they need to make a change immediately. They need to drop ABG or whatever the fuck you all are fucking stupid too. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't. And If any change does happen, I know what's gonna happen. Is all these people are gonna feel fucking validated and justified in their dumbass take because they're like, I've been calling this for fucking last year. You guys are fucking idiots. That's it. Remedy says sometimes people can have a bad day or a tournament. Yes! Players have bad games. Players have bad tournaments. Teams have bad games. Anything can fucking happen. Uh, Shaffy says I've seen a lot of comments about Optic falling off due to the Bandit meta. Shaffy, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I apologize. But they're fucking idiots. Anybody and everybody that is saying that Optic are falling off due to the Bandit change are fucking idiots. Do do they realize? Do, let me just let me just think here for a second. Do they do they realize that? Huh? Hey, Will. Oh, you're never mind. He's walking away. He's having audio issues. Um, guy, chat. I'm gonna ask you a question. Where when did Lucy? When did Lucid and Trippy start? When when did they start their competitive careers? What game? What game was that? Was that Halo 5? Was that Halo 5? Oh, it was. It was Halo 5, huh? Did Halo 5... What was Halo 5's starting weapon? For the majority of the competitive seasons. Let me fucking preface that. What was the starting weapon for the majority? Shut up, thug. Get out of here. Gilkey, fuck off. You guys... I hate you guys so much. This is why I fucking said the majority. You assholes. The majority, you fuckers. It was the pistol. It was a single shot weapon. Hey guys, let me ask you this now. Let me ask you this. Hey guys, when did Formal when did Formal start his competitive journey in Halo? When did when did that happen? When did that ha- Oh, Reach? Was that Reach? Huh. What was the competitive starting weapon in Reach? What was the competitive starting weapon in Reach? Was that the DMR? Was that the DMR? Oh, a single shot weapon. It's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Huh. But guys, but guys, they're, they're washed. They lost eight games in a row. They're washed. And they're, they, they can't, they're not going to be able to adjust to the bandit meta. They're going to fall off. Are you fucking kidding me? Now now you got me going. Like I this this shit pisses me off so much because I get it. I get it. Oh. Will's coming back. I don't want to talk too loudly. I don't want to blast speakers out. Are we good? Are we good, Will? Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but no, it's, that's the shit that irritates me so much is that all these people. And again, I understand from a standpoint of it, it can be fun to speculate. It can be fun to try to predict what's going to happen. The changes that are going to be made. If changes are going to be made, uh, like if you're if you're playing in your head a scenario of like oh i think this player would be fucking awesome on this team surrounded by these players and they can make a run blah 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 i can see the i can see how people would think that is fun to do i understand but that's one thing it's another thing to go at them directly and shit on them directly for something that you frankly have no idea about that you know literally nothing about It's what I said, world's pre-show, world's post-show, whatever. You need to watch the game. Everybody's so fucking hyper-fixated on stats that don't necessarily tell the whole story. You need to watch the game. I stand by what I've said for weeks on end. I do not believe any of the top four or five teams need to make a change. I stand by it. It is my my true thought. I don't think they do. I think teams are so close, especially those top three. Those top three are so close where any given game, any given series, any given Sunday, anything can happen. You give Sentinels more time to gel, they can be an absolute threat. Quadrant fix up some of their things, they can be an absolute threat. I don't believe any of them need to make a change. But I've also said that this is Halo Esports we're talking about where literally anything can happen. Jessica Shadows, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Big Mad, the biggest of Mads. I'm the biggest of Mads right now, Jessica. I tell you what. So again, let me repeat one more time. Nothing is absolutely confirmed until the organization or player says it. Plain and simple. Another thing. To anybody that's thinking that Optic are washed because they lost eight straight when they only had to win two to win worlds, you guys are all fucking idiots. Thanks, Jessica. appreciate you. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 313. Thank you for uh, sitting through my rant. I appreciate it. We'll be back next week to talk about God knows what. And yeah, to everybody that tuned in live, thank you very much for doing so. Hope you guys had some fun. Thank you for adding to the conversation respectfully as always. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you all for not being shitters. I I think it, it, back to the happy place for, for a minute here. It, It, you guys really are fucking amazing. Those that are hanging out with us in chat every week, you guys are seriously fucking amazing. You guys keep things respectful. You guys add to the conversation It's literally could not ask for a better chat. Seriously. Could not ask for better. To those that are checking out the YouTube VOD or checking out the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast service, mine personally is Pocket Cast, still not an ad. Thank you very much for doing so. Hope you guys are having a great week, day, month, year, whatever it may be. And I hope you're enjoying yourself. Guys, we'll be back next week. Craig Brute, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. The end of the live show, that is. We'll be back next week to talk about whatever the fuck happens in this scene that we all love and love to hate. But until then, from AI Will and myself, we'll see you next week. But until then, uh, bye-bye. And I need to press the buttons again because I suck at this shit. For the record, I had no idea if that was actually going to work or not. I'm super fucking happy that it did because I'm in control of the soundboard, motherfuckers! Woo!